You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, with me in the studio today, and from your mom's notebook, Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing great. Did you just say that I was from your mom's notebook? Yes. Well, not mine. Not no, yours. Oh, 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 like theirs. No, just, like the just that one person that's listening. Just, oh, they okay. know who they are. The little black book? Yeah, they know who they are. It's fine. Yeah. But what's up, man? Oh, you know, not much. Living life. Living life. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How about you? I'm doing all right. So we want to first thank everybody for their patience on this one. Combination of scheduling challenges and work-related issues, behind-the-scenes stuff, and then finally just wanting to give people a chance to see the movie. Yeah. Not not me, because I, I definitely saw it opening weekend. I was first in line. <laughs> Shut up, Ronnie. But anyway. I won't say anything. But yes, thank you guys for your patience. We do really appreciate it. We are here, though, to finally talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Trace. That's French for four. Correctamundo. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So we're going to do what we usually do when a movie's just come out. We'll do our initial thoughts on it and just kind of our non-spoiler, goods, bads, whatever's we want to do. I just started adding S to everything in a panic. I work today. Ronnie worked today. We're just kind of doing our best. This is... Yeah. To stay alive. You can't just put S's anywhere, I guess. Weird. But we do have a little bit of news. Nothing too crazy, but just so you guys kind of have an idea of what our schedule's looking like. So we, we're we going to be taking Memorial Day weekend off, just so you guys are aware. So we'll have this episode, we'll have another episode, and then no, nothing for Memorial Day. Don't worry, we still love you guys. Yeah. When we come back, we're, June's going to be a busy month. We have the new Spider-Verse movie coming out at the very beginning of June, and then we have the long-awaited end. <laughs> oh boy, The Flash. Oh yeah. So uh, we'll have something in between that, maybe some sort of look at The Flash, uh, and, or The Flashpoint Paradox, we haven't really ironed that out yet. But yeah, some news we had this week at time of recording, the end of Titans. Season 4 just concluded, series finale of Titans. Any thoughts, yeah. Ronnie? Oh wait. Well, I haven't, I've only seen the first two seasons. Stupid. So, so stupid. I do want to get into it, or should I back into it? That's what, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, because, you know, like f- from you and other people, I've heard it. So, season three is pretty good. And then this season. This season's been is, pretty solid. Yeah. So. A couple of gripes, but they, you know, the new Robin suit. Yeah. For for three episodes, he has it. <laughs> Spoiler. But like for three episodes, he's yeah. the new Robin. And the suit is like the nicest Robin suit. One of the nicest superhero suits they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Three episodes. I'm sure we'll probably see it again. Nope. You don't think so? I don't think so. But and in lieu of other shows being canceled, their biggest rumor is that Superman and Lois is going to be probably getting canceled. The CW is axing a lot of stuff. Yeah. But they kept Walker. Well, because that's a hit show. They canceled the Winchesters but kept Walker. Well, the Winchesters fell super flat. I, I think... We, we I think Mel and I watched the first like four or five episodes and we were just kind of... And then we I got spoiled on how it ends. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think... Jacqueline and I, we watched maybe like the first two and yeah. we were like, eh. I could do without not, it doesn't, it's not the same. No, no, no. And then uh, the Flash is ending too. So we're going to probably take a look back at that. We just had the uh, the Flash Arrow episode, which Ronnie definitely didn't watch. 
I definitely did watch it. What are you talking about? Did you really? No. I've asked you. Oh my God, I hate you so much. <laughs> but yeah, I watched it. And maybe, you know, eventually we'll kind of talk about the end of the Arrowverse, as it were, because it's funny because Stargirl cameoed on Titans this season, briefly. Mm. The Flash had a, a quick look, and even Shazam. Like, they, they did an episode where Beast Boy travels into what's called the red, which is mm-hmm. the opposite of the green. That's an actual, those are actual things in the comics. Yeah. Like, the red is connected to all living creatures, and the green is connected to all plant life and nature. So, Beast Boy is an emissary for the red. And uh, yeah, you saw like Swamp Thing, you saw Shazam, like it was, it was really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, it was a good, good episode. But eventually we'll, we'll talk about some of these shows. Like obviously the only real quote unquote Arrowverse show that has a chance of staying is Superman and Lois, but you know, it's like 50-50 at this point what they're yeah. going to do. It sucks because like Superman and Lois, I've been pestering Ronnie about like it is fantastic this season. Mm-hmm. Like this season really, that what they're doing with it is just really good. And the fact Tyler Hecklin kills it. Like yeah. he is a great Clark Kent, great Superman. They finally figured out how to balance the two and make them different characters almost. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 gonna be really sad. But also yeah. it's between that. Apparently they're only gonna keep one DC show and it's either gonna be Superman and Lois or Gotham Knights. They're probably gonna get rid of Superman and Lois just so they can do more with Gotham Knights. Oh I feel my like. God! It's it's not it's it's getting better, and I've done a bunch of reviews on it. I mm. am I am two episodes behind, but there's a little bit of I think there's a little hiatus. Yeah, not a new episode till after Memorial Day. Because the thing too is you there's probably a lot more money goes into Superman and Lois than Gotham. I don't Knights. know because at this point they have the effects like saved. Yeah. Like it's it, it they don't have to create new effects for the most part. But Gotham Knights. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so. <laughs> it's hard to watch but yeah that's gonna be it for our kind of our catch-up our news but so let's let's jump into this this is this is the end of an era yeah yeah sad it is sad very sad but uh, so let's talk we're gonna do non-spoiler thoughts first because as always there are some people that have maybe haven't seen the movie or just kind of trying to hear our initial ideas before they go see it so ronnie and i saw it separately Due to some scheduling issues, mostly on my end, I'll, I'll say it. Ronnie actually saw this movie before me, which is wild. Yeah, that never happens. It never happens <laughs> with your pregnant wife. I don't yeah. know how this one fell apart. I would. Did, what did I have to do? Didn't I? Did I get stuck at work or something? I don't That's remember. That's a great question. I don't remember why I, I had to. I don't even remember. Yes. Oh, I was waiting here for Melanie. That and you... Yeah, something with work. Too, I had to cause... go to work and oh, because I was coming back from that long day. Yeah, and I wasn't sure what time I'd be back. And then, mm-hmm. yep, yep, I remember. It's all coming back to me yeah. now. I'm starting to black out my work. <laughs> but anyway, so Roddy got to see this before this. He was great about not telling me any spoilers. I also specifically said, please don't tell me your thoughts. I want to go in completely fresh. And yeah. you know, I I sometimes value Ronnie's opinion. Not usually. Yeah, no one does. Yeah, that's very. Wait, why are we whispering? Because it's funny. Oh, okay. I hope you're, I hope people aren't driving trying to hear us. Like, turn up the volume. Oh, God. <laughs> and then but, we start screaming. <laughs> ah, that's why we edit. <laughs> edit. So I'm going to let you go first because I'm curious about your thoughts. Because okay. you've, you've had more time to marinate on this movie. Yeah. So I did. So when I saw Paul during the week, I did say to him, I'll give you one word as far as my thoughts. And that one word was surprising. Surprising. Yes. The, this movie is quite surprising in the fact of the characters because there are suspicions of who's going to die who's not gonna die and to me that was kind of surprising to see certain outcomes Mm -hmm. from it 
damn, this is hard to not spoil stuff right now when it comes to that. But so to me, like that was kind of surprising. But overall, very solid. This might be my favorite Guardians movie. That's 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 a bold statement. Yeah, it, it's tough between this one or the first one, obviously. But I think this might be the best Guardians movie we've had, which is saying something because you and I both loved really one and two, but especially number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, this is this was a nice ending. Yeah. So for me, now this is one of the, I, I'm going to agree with Ronnie. This this was a great movie. It really, really was. The critics are, are saying the same thing. It's it's getting a lot of praise, especially for certain performances, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in the spoiler section. But what's really cool about the Guardians trilogy now, and obviously we had the holiday special and the I Am Groot thing, and, mm-hmm. and we really liked the holiday special. We did an episode on it. Yeah. And you know, you, and that's the big question people are asking: Do you need to see the holiday special to to enjoy this movie? It it fills in. A couple, like one or two gaps, yeah. just where they are at the beginning of this, but really, and also the the big reveal of Mantis and Peter Quill, yeah, which was in the holiday special. That's not a spoiler for this movie, but for me, this is one. There are only two really good trilogies in the MCU: Captain America and now Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, which is crazy to say. Yeah, you know, you have your Thor, you have Iron Man. Iron Man, like for the most part, we enjoy, but like we, we all say, Iron Man two and three were, are not nearly as strong as the first no. one. Then you look at Captain America, where the second one's the best, and then mm-hmm. I like the me personally. I like the third one better, even though I still say the second one is a better movie. Yeah, third one's just better spectacle, and I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, and Spider Man. Yeah. But and then the first one is still really good. Just it's not the one anybody's going to put on if they have to put on a Captain America Correct. movie. Now for this one, if you put three Guardians movies in front of me and say pick one to watch, I might have some trouble. Definitely will have trouble because at, again, the second one. In my opinion, and I'm going to believe your opinion, is the weakest out of the three. And that's not even saying it's a bad movie. It's it's still really good. Yeah, I I can get behind that. You know, so that would definitely, uh, out of these three movies, that would not be the one I choose, Mm -hmm. per se. I mean, to me, the second one kind of has a little bit more fun to it. The second one suffers because they split the Guardians up. Yeah. This movie thrives because it, even when it, it, it does at one point, like, you know, throughout the course, that's not even a spoiler. Like, the Guardians do separate missions. Yeah. Like, in the big mission. And they still have, like, they're still going back and forth with each other. Because, like, when, when Rocket and Groot leave in the second movie, and then they get captured by the Ravengers, or, or, like, the rest of the team leaves, and they get, you know what I mean. Like, they don't talk to each other. There's no communication until they finally reunite at the end. Yeah. And I will say that the scotch tape scene is still one of my favorite things in <laughs> yes. the MCU. Yeah, scotch tape would work. Yeah. Well, why would you ask if you didn't have any? <laughs> yep. I love that whole exchange is fantastic. Yeah. But for this movie, I think this movie really shines because the Guardians are this is almost peak Guardians. It's yeah. every good like even in Thor Love and Thunder, the Guardian stuff was some of the better stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you still see them all like working together and they're all doing their thing and they're all they're a real family. They bicker, they argue, they Yeah. Whoever ends up doing this Fantastic Four movie really needs to look at the Guardians movies and take something from it. Yeah. Cuz the with Gar- the difference between Guardians and the Fantastic Four is really just there's more humor with Guardians. Mhm. You know, so it's literally you, you just take the same formula, but you just don't make it as like quippy. Yeah, because like you look at the Fantastic Four, you got Reed Richards, who's like supposed to be the straight man. Yeah. Like I, an occasional Reed Richards joke is totally fine, but yeah. like don't make him like Drax. No. <laughs> where Drax was 
very stoic in the first movie with the occasional zinger. Yeah. But it was always an unintentional one. Yeah. Like, you know. So they, they could do a lot learning from this movie to do Fantastic Four, but without making it just a carbon copy. Because I think yes. that, that, oh, Fantastic Four would be so bad if it was just Guardians of the Galaxy on Earth. Yeah. And one stretches. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that, oh, God, that would be horrific. Yes. But... So without going into too many spoilers, like the general premise is the Guardians are trying to just make their way in the in the universe. They're they're stationed on nowhere as, mm-hmm. as per the holiday special, and unfortunately, Rocket's past comes back to to bite them a little bit. Yeah, and we will say I, I I'll say myself I don't know about Ronnie Rocket's story was probably one of the best stories in the MCU. A thousand percent. They do a great job showing yes. Baby Rocket and. Kind of how he became what because we we'd always gotten hints yeah as to how Rocket became how he is, and to finally see it and they in all honesty they don't hold back no. too much like this is some of the more intense MCU stuff. In fact, yeah. Peta came out and they in praise of the movie yeah for showing how terrible. It's, I I was watching the pitch meeting for it because yeah. they they released that like a week or like a day or two ago, and they specifically say that this villain is worse. Just because he hurts animals. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos erased half the universe, but hate, people hate the high evolutionary more because he hurt animals. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they do it in a much funnier manner, but yeah, as funny as hurting animals, animals could oh, be. Yeah. I didn't think about it. It's all right. Yeah. Everyone knows you didn't mean it in a negative way. But we'll run through the cast really quick without any of the spoiler people in it. Mm-hmm. And then in the uh, after the spoiler warning, we'll kind of go character by character and plot by plot and see, yeah. you know who we liked, what we didn't like, and where each character kind of ends up at the end. You got Chris Pratt coming back as Peter Quill slash Star-Lord, or Sad-Lord in the beginning yeah. of this movie. <laughs> Zoe Zaldana returns as not the Gamora that died in Infinity War, but the one that came back from the past in Endgame. Dave Batista returns as Drax, who they finally toned down a little bit mm-hmm. more, which was good. Karen Gillan as Nebula. We have, let's see, Palm Clementive as Mantis. Vin Diesel as Groot, Bradley Cooper as Rocket, Will Poulter as Adam Warlock, who was teased in the second movie uh, mm-hmm. at the end by Aisha. Sean Gunn comes back as Craglin. I'm never going to be able to say this guy's name. Chukwudi Iwiji as yes. the High Evolutionary, the new villain. Linda Carlini plays Lila, an anthropomorphic otter. Nathan Fillion as Master Carge. I was surprised he was in the movie for as long as he was. Not, yeah. not a spoiler, but Sylvester Stallone as Stakar Ogard. Let's see. We have Elizabeth Debicki coming back as Aisha. I'm glad they actually brought her back for this, too. Yeah. Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville fame played Lex Luthor as Martinex. Christopher Fairbank as the broker who comes back. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't want to go too many. We'll save some of these because some of these are a little. Oh, and of course, we have Maria Bakalova as Cosmo the Space Dog, who is a very good dog. <laughs> All right. Very good dog. Yes. And that's pretty... I want to see Cosmo and Lucky the Pizza Dog in a scene together. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be be fun. That'd be fun. I would be okay with that. (laughs) All right, so do you want to do any other non-spoiler thoughts before we jump into the the spoiler discussion? Anything else that you can say? Go see this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, go see this movie. Go see it again. This, in my opinion, is probably the best Guardians movie. I think this one's the best written. Yeah. Best written. And the... The whole movie just just pulls your heartstrings. And also, if you are a Marvel fan, and you especially like a good hallway fight scene, oh. 
Yep, yep. Nice. Thinks Daredevil with superpowers, and you, anybody who's seen the movie mm-hmm. knows exactly what we are talking 100%. about. But with that, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going into our nice spoiler-filled discussion of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But first, a quick break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service that you're always looking to grow and advertising is a very big part of that if you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys that's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction all right we are back and this is your official spoiler warning for guardians of the galaxy volume 3 do not continue to listen if you have not seen the movie but if you have seen the movie or you don't care about being spoiled this is your chance. Ready? To keep listening? To keep... Yeah, I panicked. I, didn't... <laughs> I need to start making scripts. Jesus Christ. Come on, man. I know. All right. So, let's start with the... Obviously, the main focus of this movie. He steals the show. He's the best written. He has the best scenes. He has the best dialogue. The best everything. Adam Warlock. <laughs> Ronnie rolled his eyes so hard. Surprised you didn't faint when you did that. No, we'll talk about Adam Warlock. We will, oh, but at some point. Oh, God, because yeah. I need to. The kid... From the kid from where the millers you guys get paid (laughs) let's start with rocket though because this is really this is a rocket movie yeah the first movie is a peter quill movie the second movie is more of a a, it's still a peter quill movie but nebula and and um gamora have their side story that's just as impactful so now we get to the the rocket movie basically I thought it was a bold choice for them to do flashbacks while he was like hurt and unconscious Mm -hmm. I, i think it was a good choice yeah and oh my god Oh my God! It was wow. It was tough. Yeah, there were there were a couple of times where Melanie couldn't watch. Really? Uh, that, yeah. Yeah. She's she's big. She loves she likes her animals. Yeah. And you know we're all animal people, so like to see some of that stuff, we're like, it's funny. We've watched Rocky get like punched in the face, and we're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> he got punched. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I like how we finally embraced that one too. Yeah. It's Rocket Raccoon, raccoon. which he was in the comics. But so we get to see his flashback, his story, where basically he's an experiment of the high evolutionary. Do you think the high evolutionary died? I don't. You don't. You don't think. You think he's still alive? I I think he's still alive because I feel like that he's one of those characters that you need to keep alive Mm -hmm. because of what he could do. You know, I I think it would be a mistake to kill him off because of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because again, he's one of those like silent villains. Like you don't really know that it's. This is all happening because of him mm-hmm. and everything. You know, he's almost like the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain. A little bit, yeah, I can you see know? that. So. But uh, for Rocket showing, like, we, I thought he was going to die at one point. I really thought that yeah. even after being revived, I was really afraid he was going to sacrifice himself for everyone. Yeah. Especially when he's walking in that room alone with all the animals. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I'm God. Like, he's going to get shot. I'm surprised he did that much damage to that guy's face. Yeah. He literally, like... Hold all, all the skin. All, all the, the skin? skin for the most part. Yeah. Like I would say like 75% of the skin was ripped off. Now I've never been mauled by a raccoon, but I, I just didn't think it would like. 
turn out like that. Like, yeah, it's just... It, it's I mean, little... yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, any other thoughts, thoughts on Rocket? Because unfortunately, mm. he's... Technically, he's not really in the movie that much. Yeah, no, because he's, you know, incapacitated for a good amount. Like, it feels like almost like half the movie. So yeah. it's really... He's in it more in, like, flashbacks and everything until, you know, he comes back to life and he just is Rocket on a I, whole nother level in, in a good way. I think they could have done a little bit better explaining why the High Evolutionary wanted him, but basically it's just because Rocket was the only creation to express an imagination and was able to make things. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Like, like, and there was something with his brain because he figured out what was going wrong in the experience. It's because he was smarter than him. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, he wanted to keep him to basically, it, it was, it's almost like it, he wanted to keep him, meaning the high evolutionary wanted to keep Rocket to basically create everything for him, but be like, I'm the smart one. I mm. did this by myself. I guess. And then we have Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. I really liked him in this movie. Yeah. He, they definitely toned him down a little bit and he's it's weird because James Gunn came out saying that he was not happy with how they did Peter Quill in Infinity War. Yeah. A with just giving him back his mask and his and his stuff because he lost both of those things, the mask and the boots. Yeah. Because he lost them in the like in, in the, the second, second movie. So like he's like, well how did he get them back? Like that's the problem when you have a lot of different directors and writers and scripts yeah. and everything. Nobody really noticed or cared. No. It's because of Tony Stark. Yeah. But then obviously he doesn't have it at all, which would have been super helpful at the end of the movie. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh-huh. But he starts off, it's weird because like you go from Thor Love and Thunder, where he's still like a little bit goofy and fun, even though he's still kind of sad, to like full on alcoholic depressed in this. Yeah. Have, did you have any issue with the fact that his bedroom was like on a public walkway with the window open? Yeah, that I was like, like what a weird place for an apartment. <laughs> yeah, right. On, on this planet. Anybody could walk in and out or just look in the window and see him. In bed, it's like like an like animal at the zoo. Imagine if he had Gamora over. Yeah, well, let we'll <laughs> talk about Gamora in a second. But I I really dug what they did with Star Lord. He was yeah. the more, he was definitely a competent leader. He the 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 scene where he thought Rocket was dead was on par with when uh, Yondu dies, just by his reaction. Chris yeah. Pratt really brought his A game for this yes. one. And they did say at the end that he will return. Yeah. I found that very interesting. I did too. Because I, I would I would be okay seeing him dealing with the Avengers and doing stuff on Earth and then having cameos by the Guardians. I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. But Gamora. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Gamora in this one? It's weird. Like I it's been over a week or so since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm st- I still can't wrap my head around Gamora. Like it, it's weird. They like make her Essentially the same Gamora she was before she met the Guardians. Mm -hmm. But they also give her that soft spot in her heart as if she was the previous Gamora after meeting the For me, the way that I I imagine this Gamora was, it was before she decided... This is the Gamora that was just starting to have doubts about Thanos. Yeah. Or was just getting ready to rebel against Thanos. So she's still very rough around the edges. She's still like the most feared assassin in the in the in the like the universe. Yeah. So I I got that. There were times where she was like savage. Yeah. Like almost like scary, and I was like, well, that's the Gamora we always heard about. Yeah. That makes sense. So for me, it like it made sense. And then obviously she she softens over time, and mm-hmm. I am very glad they did not put her and Peter Quill back together. I am too. I think it was the right the right decision because the Guardians were always about finding family, finding yeah. your own family, and not necessarily being. Stuck with the family that you're you're born into, yeah, or all because of Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> so, all right, let's let's jump to to Groot because Groot's in the movie. He does have one of the coolest action scenes where he yes. pulls all the weapons out. But for the first time ever, Groot says something very different. Yeah. What, do you think that he actually said that, or that's just how they heard it? Because that's what Melanie said that she thinks that that's how they all heard it with their translators. Like they just heard it that way. See, I, I think it was one of those. He said, I am Groot, but it was almost in a way where the audience now can understand him. Not, yeah. Not them, meaning the the Guardians, because all the Guardians can understand him now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Even Gamora, which was great. I love how Gamora pointed out, like, yeah. Do you, are you guys just making up things that he says? Because <laughs> some of the funniest ones were when he'd just say, I am Groot, and they're like, he just said, and it's like, yeah. But I think it was more... The fans can understand him now. I could, you know? I could see that. I, I'd be curious for James Gunn to say like what he, where like his mentality was with that scene. Yeah, like did did Groot actually say that, or you know, like I said, is it just hey the fans, hey fans, you can understand Groot now because you've seen him in what four, five movies, four movies, Groot, however many it's been. Well, don't forget this is a this is a new Groot from two from the end of one on. Well, yes, yeah. but I mean, still technically Groot. Can we just talk about, also about the during the post credit scene? Peter's grandfather's reading a newspaper that says Kevin Bacon being a, it was about him being attacked by aliens. <laughs> yes, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like for me, it, it was just a very interesting choice, and I, I really did like it. Yeah. All right. So, which which character you want to do next? Nebula. Yeah. Sure. I liked Nebula in this movie. She's she's like the angry aunt who takes care of business. Yeah. And maybe a little drunk, but I think. Again, she has been one of the best written characters in the entire mm-hmm. MCU. Like her, her redemption arc and all that stuff is really just—it's—it's it's on point. Yeah, and it makes sense that she would still be in touch with this Gamora. And yeah. I think she did like such a great. And her and Drax being at the end, like, hey, we're gonna stay here and and keep Help. all these people safe. Yeah, was a really just—it was poetic for her. Yeah, she had a big character arc over the last couple movies and with the holiday special yeah you know and i i love what they did with her making her go from you know the villain to you know a member of the guardians now mm-hmm. and what looks to be like the leader of, of nowhere of nowhere now yeah because she doesn't necessarily want to be a guardian of the galaxy she just wants to be the leader of nowhere and stay there and protect. And, and she wants to just work on her dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about her new arm? I I liked it. Because Melanie goes, where did when did she get that? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. She does mention that Rocket. Rocket made it. I, I really liked how much they rallied around Rocket. Because like yeah. in the second movie, it's like him and Peter are at odds for most of the movie until he like realizes that, you know, I'm just a terrible person. I'm a terrible yeah. raccoon. But uh, it, it was very interesting to see how, especially Nebula got very defensive over Rocket. Yeah. Like when Gamora's like, just give him the porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> and Nebula steps in and she's like, like, I think, no, so when she's beating up Peter and like she grabs yeah. her arm. Yeah. It, it, they do a really good job with Nebula. Yes. And fun fact, Karen Gillan, did you see the picture she posted on Instagram of her doing couples therapy in makeup? No. So I guess she posted a picture that she forgot that she had couples therapy with you know online mm-hmm. and total respect you know i think couples therapy is a, a very valid thing and she's she does it in the more in oh, the, really? the nebula makeup i thought it was really funny i saw the video of her carrying the chris pratt oh the, the see it's funny the, that that was the biggest bait and switch 
like that yeah. was the end of the trailer. Yeah. And it's the opening scene of the movie. Genius. Yeah, yeah right? You're like, Starler's going to die? No, he can't die. It's, nah, he was just pissed drunk. <laughs> I liked it. We have Groot, played by Vin Diesel again. Groot's in it. He's got a fair amount of personality. I like yeah. this Groot better, Baby Groot. Yes. Baby Groot overstayed his welcome a little bit. Yeah, th- this is... I don't think they actually established, but I feel like this is almost like... This is a very different Groot. This is like a you know mid-20-ish. This is Jack Groot. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, that's what they call him, like Swole Groot or something like that, yeah. like off camera. But he doesn't really have... It's hard to do so much. It's funny, because in the first movie, like you talked a lot about Groot. Like He was just like something so... But like, he was just ahead at one point with the legs. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed, you know, anytime Groot's on, I really do enjoy having yeah. him there. Who'd win in a fight? That's a cinematic adventures thing, by the way. Who'd win in a fight? Baby Groot or Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda. You think so? A hundred percent. You think so? Okay. All right. Yeah. Grogu's got the force. I, I know, but like Baby Groot can like do tree things. Yeah, but if I got the force, I could just crumble you. Baby Yoda isn't that strong, though, in the force. True. Yeah, he's able to throw things. He's much better now. At the yeah. End of season three of the Man- <laughs> season four of Mandalorian. I don't even know. <laughs> let's see. All right, let's talk about Mantis, played okay. by Palm Clementine. Yeah. I really liked her in this. Yeah. I, I they in the second movie she's very goofy, her and Drax. But and then in, obviously in the holiday special we kind of talked about how they went a little far with her and Drax in the, yeah. in the comedy. But a she could fight. I oh, love yeah. it. That was really cool. And I like seeing her use her powers in different ways. The, the, making the guy fall in love with trash was the funniest thing. That was great. And he's like, you always do that to me. <laughs> and she's like, ha ha. And yeah. they, they have one of the best friendships in the entire story. Oh, yeah. And I really do dig it. I'm going to be, I'm going to, it's sad to think that we're not going to see them together anymore. Yeah. I hope we do though. But I, I like how at the end, she's like, you know, my entire life, Ego wanted me to do things, and now the Guardians wanted me to do things. Which I thought was a little harsh. Like, you you joined. Yeah. Like, you could have stayed. Anyway. It, you could have done yeah. anything. But to see her, I, I really wish her and Peter had had a better moment of, like, goodbye. Because they dropped this whole half-sister reveal, and it's barely even addressed in yeah. this movie. And he's like, yo, peace out. <laughs> the pond and lily pads. Yeah. I like the callback to metaphors and analogies yeah. with Drax. I thought that was really funny. It was, yeah. Nothing goes over my head it. with my reflexes. I'm too fast. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that she, at the end of the movie, she's like, I'm going to go see the universe. Like, do yeah. what I want to do. And they still left it open that all any of these characters could come back. Obviously, yeah. they say Star-Lord will be back. But we have Will Poulter's Adam Warlock. Now, it seems like you didn't like Adam Warlock too much. A, what was with the accent? Like I, I think it was just because they wanted to make him sound very proper, almost like a like a knight type yeah. thing. I'll even say it's because of bad programming. Yeah. I I do like how they address like he wasn't ready, like he yeah. was still cooking. Yeah, I, see, and, and my thing too is how quick they made him into a good guy. But he doesn't know any better, right? So yeah, I. I I, I agree. He's very underwritten, and it's more just because, oh, we tease him in the last movie. We got to use him. Yeah. Like, the movie could have happened without him. A hundred percent. He did absolutely nothing to this movie. Yeah. But I didn't – I like Will Poulter, yeah. first and foremost. And I want to see more of Adam Warlock. I think he'd be a lot of fun because yeah. he's, he's a super powerful character in the comics. And I think he he used the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. Yeah. Like, he was, he's, he was a player in the comics. But unfortunately, he also is way too much like Captain Marvel. Like even in, in power, yeah. like the way his powers look. Yeah, the way the powers look, the way he looks like when he's flying and, and everything. I don't know. It just, for someone so big, he was so underutilized yeah. in this movie. I loved, his, he, he looked great. 
Yes. The costume was really good. And then you see, like, he got jacked, obviously, did the Marvel yeah. formula. Like, I remember seeing promotional photos of him with, like, his long hair, and he's, like, buff. I'm like, that's the kid from Where the Millers with yeah. the weird eyebrows. <laughs> like, what happened? What, how do dude, I... but he's one lucky dude to kiss Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, the other... Then, oh, what's the oh. girl's name? She's in American Horror Story and all that. Yeah. Whatever. But Whatever her name is. That's super sexist. I don't even know why we'd bring that up. <laughs> but anyway, I do want to see more of him. And yeah. unfortunately, though, he's on the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. We're not going to see the Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be something like... I'm, see, I could see... Uh, like, you introduce this big character, you put him with the Guardians, and then it's like... In the last Guardians movie. But there's no more Guardians, so are we never going to see Adam Warlock again? If so, which I'm sure we will, because he's such a big player in Marvel, that it's like, how are you going to tell us how he's not with the Guardians anymore? I would not hate seeing him in, like, even if it's just a cameo, in the Marvels. Yeah. I think that would be a really good fit. But that's just my general opinion. Mm-hmm. We The trailer for that was one of the trailers that we yes. saw. Yes. I'm actually kind of excited for it. Yeah, it's it's getting me excited. I'm still like... You're Nick Fury! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like on the fence about it a little I just bit, want to but... see the scene where the cat... You see it in the trailer. The cat yes. eats the guys and Kamala Khan's like, Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's actually the best reaction. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to see more of Adam Warlock. I really hope he does come back. We have Sean Gunn replaced as Craglin again. He's mm-hmm. there. And him and Cosmo have a great... Yeah. Not back your bad forth. Your bad dog. <gasps> you take, take that back! back. <laughs> oh my god. It was like... If you ever had a dog that could talk, that's that's what I oh, want. Yeah. yeah, like it's as like smart as Cosmo is and as powerful as Cosmo is, still a dog. Still a dog. Yep. And the the scene of them all playing like space poker. Yeah. Really funny. <laughs> but they're they're there. I like his moment where he figures out how to use the the arrow. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a really it's a good scene. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the High Evolutionary. One of the okay. most. He's now become one of the most evil villains no sympathy which is crazy because they wrote a character this was actually a ballsy move they wrote a character that in no way you could relate to yeah unless you're a sociopath which there are some yeah because like even even like kang (laughs) you could kind of be like well kang just wants to go Go home home. yeah like i don't blame him yeah who wouldn't want to go home yeah and then even like thanos and killmonger like people that thanos was right mugs and all that stuff like it's weird to have a villain that's just immediately despised yeah. and in no way ever likable. No. To the point where his own crew turns Turn on him. Yeah. And then he eviscerates all of them. Like, wild. Yeah. What I, mean, do you, I don't know yeah. too much about him mm-hmm. uh, other than obviously being smart. Yeah. Really? You know, so like part of me is like, how does he have those powers? You know, is it is it powers? Is it the suit thing he wears? And everything. But again, I'm hoping that we still have him in future movies because I think he is, at least from the movie, you know, he's super powerful, able to just obliterate anyone with like clapping, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Just> making a clap. <laughs> so, anyway. But yeah, I, I want to see more of him. I would not hate it if he came back in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But again, they did the Dark Knight or the Batman Begins style where I'm not going to kill him because that would be wrong. Going to leave him on the ship though. Bye. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. There, there could always be another Guardians of the Galaxy movie with this new group of characters. James Gunn said, and I think it was 2017, he said, like, we could always make another one, but, you know, some of these characters are completely done. Like, yeah. It looks like, you know, Zaldana said that she was done with Gamora. And I think last month she said that. I don't know. We'll see. You know, 
Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. But I, I want to see Peter Quill return at some point. I want to see him. What is he going to do on Earth besides eat cereal? Yeah, right? That was a very lackluster. Uh, like make credit? Post credit. Po- yeah, that's right. It was post. Yeah. They they need to switch their post and mid credits. Because. Yeah. The, there's not been really a good post credit in a while. No. The, the big stuff always happens in the mid, which stinks because it's like I'm waiting around the extra 10 minutes to watch the post credit. And lately, like you said, it's just like, okay, like, oh, Star-Lord's back. Like, yeah, that's awesome because, you know, majority of the people, if not all the people, love Star-Lord, Peter Quill, you know, Curse Pratt. But it's just like, okay, like, Ever I sat here to watch him eat honeycombs. So it's funny because the history of their post credit scenes has been wild. In Iron Man, they do the Nick Fury one, which yeah. became legendary. But people didn't stay to see it. Yeah. So for Incredible Hulk, which came out afterwards, they put the post credit scene in the movie with yeah. Tony Stark going to the bar to recruit Ross. Ross. So there was no end credit scene for the Incredible Hulk. And then the rest of the movies had one end credit scene, and it was something that would further the plot until you get to Avengers, where it was just shawarma. Yeah. Which was funny. And that's what happened. Now they just do the the plot one in the mid and they do quote unquote the funny one at the end. Yeah. They have not done a real there I no. can't even think of a really good funny one at this yeah, point. No. It's kind of sad. Like I said, like it was cool to be like, oh nice. This isn't the end of Chris Pratt Star Lord. Yeah. You know, but again at the same time it's like why'd I sit in the theater for an extra fifteen minutes just to see that? Because we're suckers. True. And we will never <laughs> not sit and watch that. You're not wrong there. Yeah, but anyway. You want to do a Star City rating for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, Tris? You bet your bottom dollar I do. I don't have a bottom dollar. Oh, man. Wearing gym shorts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this movie a 4.5. Woof. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It's it's the, a near-perfect movie for you. Near-perfect. Perfect, not perfect. A perfect. So perfect movie. Certainly. <laughs> the only thing that's kind of holding it back was Adam Warlock stuff. Really? That that was your yeah. that, and then you know the Gamora stuff was okay. Like it's a, a lot of times like we're we're getting characters for no reason, but I think the reason we got Gamora in this movie was just to bring them all back together also i think it, it did further peter's story and at to the end, end where he yeah. finally accepted it like because at one point like i think he's like man if i wasn't you know so drunk and i wasn't doing these things i could have maybe helped rocket because he was useless in that fight yeah he finally just pops in at the end what did you think of their new costumes i liked them i did too I, I very did like old them. school comic yeah. look to them yeah any other thoughts you know it, aesthetically it was all right too like some stuff was a little like wonky and everything mm-hmm. and i did like the callback to the battery eating monsters that was fun i, yeah. I liked the <laughs> obelisks or obelisks or something yeah, like whatever that. they are ask yeah i don't know i'm gonna ask a lot that's not that's no, not that's, it. Not that's not something it. different <laughs> but you know there was a lot of nice throwbacks and tie-ins from the previous two movies mm-hmm. and the holiday special so do you have a favorite scene i, I have two scenes that stick out oh do you yeah Darn you. I wish I was prepared for this. Do you want me to do one and then give you a second to prepare? Yeah. The scene That's of them fantastical. the scene of them trying to break into the the prison in the different colored suits. Mm. So at first it's visually just really good like the colors are bright and all that stuff. Yeah. And you know, you see Mantis like doing goofy floats all around. It's very inner character. And then the 
the dialogue where he presses the button and he thinks he's just talking to Gamora. Yeah, we can all hear you. And then yeah. it's like yellow is orange and blue is purple and like it's just really funny and it's such and it's I like how Peter Quill sometimes is the straight man in all this where mm-hmm. he's like, "But why does that doesn't make any sense?" Yeah. Or like, even in the first movie where it's like where Rocket's like, "Why would we try and save the galaxy?" And he's like, "Cuz I'm one of the idiots that happens to live in it." Yeah. Like Peter Quill is not dumb. No. And seeing I, I might say, even though Rocket's story is the best, the Peter Quill stuff was really... Like, him in the elevator recapping the entire MCU, basically. <laughs> and Nebula's like, that's the gist of it. But yeah. And the fact that he does charm this girl, and then he's like, I wasn't really going to do that. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not as dumb as I look. It <laughs> yeah. was, a, like, just really good stuff. Yeah. So, do you, did you think of that? I, I, I found one. It involves Drax. Okay, hit it. When they're in the prison, like the cell... And he starts communicating with all the, uh, the, yeah, yeah. the girls or whatever with chip, 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 or whatever. Chip, chip. You know, because... It means friends. Yeah, right? Because when we see Drax, what do we think? We think of just a big, stupid guy. And for him to, like, communicate and everything and, like, you know, who it was Mantis and Nebula were like, wait. You can understand that? You can understand. How come you didn't say it? You, you never know. asked. Yeah. You know, like, like it's almost like... I did like the build-up to that, too, where yeah. it's like, she's it's just like... He's the, dancing. Just because he's stupid doesn't mean he's, like, useless. And he's like, I'm not sure so, I, how I feel about this defense. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah, thought the monkey thing was, was really yeah. weird. I, I thought monkey? that was kind of cool. What, you know. And then, obviously, before I do my Star City rating, I have to talk about the hallway fight scene. That was one of the best Marvel action set yeah. pieces. I said I knew you wanted to talk about. It. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> that is probably. I'm glad that none of that got spoiled in any of the trailers. Yeah, like the shot of Peter and and Groot with all the guns. That was you know in, in a bunch of the trailers. But that hallway fight scene to see them all fighting together and so well choreographed and working together as a team. It is probably mm-hmm. one of the best Marvel action set pieces. Yeah, I say it's it's even better than the shot in Avengers where they're all doing like the team up attacks mm. at, right before Hulk yeah. punches Thor off the Leviathan. Like this was peak Guardians, yes. peak MCU. And it's nice to kind of get that MCU feeling back. So yeah. I'm going to give this movie a four. It is. Oh, you suck. I'm just <laughs> that's still almost perfect. It is fantastic. It yeah. really, really is. It is such a love letter to the characters, to the franchise. I think it's smart that they didn't tie it into anything else in the MCU. I, you know, maybe a cameo by like Thor or something might have been fun, but for yeah. the most part, they do a great job. Just Guardians is its own little separate mm-hmm. universe at this point, and they do a really good job honoring that. And in all honesty, I I really just dug it. I would watch it again. I'd go yeah. see it in theaters again if I if given the opportunity. But that is going to wrap us up for today. If you guys want to participate in any of our activities like Fan Feedback Friday or anything like that, make sure you guys check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. Type in the Multiverse Fancast or Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. You can also check out our website where we have news, reviews, articles, and of course our merch store. So make sure you guys show some love over there. And I think that's pretty much it. So that's going to wrap us up for today. I I don't have a bottom dollar. so I didn't say bottom dollar. I wasn't sure if you were still talking about that. You You don't let things go. But that's going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.